tell us a little bit about Gusto and how it all came together. Yeah, sure. So Gusto's, uh, it's the latest single with um, the, the new lineup of, uh, of, of band members. Um, we, we introduced Matt uh, Cooper on drums and uh, basically he's come through and uh, we actually recorded this uh, with him here in the Adelaide Hills. And uh, yeah, it's basically, uh, it's a song uh, that's a, a bit of a testament to all of our sort of close friends and family and people that have sort of stuck by us um, as we sort of follow this uh, this dream, I suppose, um, of a career in music, and and that's sort of the the story behind uh, the the words of the song. So, yeah, cool stuff. Uh, I'd have to ask. So, how long have you guys been together as a unit, and when did it all start? Yeah, sure. So, so in Diego has been officially a thing, uh, basically. It'll be coming up. Uh, it's the seventh year now that we've uh, we've been playing. So, sort of the better part of a decade. But um, yeah, we've we've changed lineup a, a few times as bands do um, in the early days of their sort of their, their careers. And yeah, now now we're uh, very much at home. Um, getting getting Matt on board. He's he was actually our drum tech, um, and uh, he produced our last single um, at, at his uh, recording studio here in the hills and. He basically just slipped right in uh, when we when we changed things around earlier on, uh, about six to to twelve months ago. So. Sounds like a pretty natural progression from drum tech to drummer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's uh, if you've ever seen any of his stuff online, he's, he's got some pretty ridiculous views on a lot of his uh, his drum covers and things like that. He's he's quite well known for his drumming. He's been a session drummer for years and years, but never never had he uh, had he jumped on stage with the with with a full band just uh, recording stuff so he's uh, now very much at home uh, playing full-time drums so yeah totally i can imagine he'd be very much into it after being stuck in a in a box for that many years he's very much wired that way but uh, but yeah no he, he he absolutely loves it if, if you've seen any of our live shows that's uh, pretty evident nice uh, so where did the band name indiago come from um, bit of a bit of a shallow story, really. Uh, it was a nickname uh, between myself and and uh, one of the the old guitarists, uh, James Fishers. Um, his nickname was Diego, and my nickname was Sid from the classic film Ice Age. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we just sort of like it, it became a bit of a thing, and and everyone started calling him. Um, Diego and we were sort of toying with ideas of, of words that would go with that and naming a band man is and a lot of people say this you hear big guys like Dave Grohl saying this it's still it is the hardest thing about being in a band trying to figure out a name you could write the best music in the world and still have a crap band name <laughs> exactly right exactly right man. you should just go on the Wu-Tang Clan generator have you been on that? it's a hard one because you want you want something that you know people are intrigued by it. you know you want something that people can can read the name or, or hear the name and go oh yeah like I, I have no idea what that would sound like you want people to to go into it with an open mind and there's so many bands you know like you could you could quite easily name something death to your granny or you know sacrifice a goat or something like that and it's going to be something that people will just straight away oh it's going to be you know a black metal band or something like that it's very easy to draw comparisons with those types of names. So Indiago then was a cross between Ice Age and, and a nickname, essentially. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So um, you've been on a few bills all around uh, all around the place. Uh, one of them being on the same bill as Shannon Knoll. Boy, did we meet him. We, uh, we played a couple of shows uh, supporting Big Shaz, um, yeah, over the past sort of few months. So we... He uh, he came and he played in our stomping ground here in uh, the Adelaide Hills. Uh, oh, we did a few months ago now, and uh, yeah, it was it was only natural that the uh, the venue got us on board. Um, it's it's our sort of uh, our gig, our spot. So we jumped on board with that, and yeah, ended up you know sharing the hotel room with him and the, and his band, and yeah, it was it was an awesome night. Then yeah, naturally he. Uh, Any great stories from Shannon? Oh, mate, stories from him, yes. None of which I'm going to share. You know, he's, it's, it's one of those uh, one of those things. Is he's he has a lot of stories, and he is honestly one of the greatest storytellers I've I've ever come across in my life. You get it, get a couple of beverages in him, and and off he goes. He's an awesome dude, really. And then uh, yeah, we we supported him again at the Gov um, just a couple of weeks ago here in Adelaide. So oh, really? that was pretty awesome. Get, getting back on board with him. So. so you guys are tight. We're pretty tight, man. You know, we're we're tight enough that we we uh, we talk quite often. You know, we we've got each other's numbers and we have a bit of a yarn. Oh, that's awesome. Do you, um did you watch him in I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here? I I watched it on and off. I'm not I'm not massive on TV to be honest, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was quite funny. Uh, that was in between the the two shows that we played for him uh, with him. So uh, it, was, it was quite funny watching him on there. He's just he's just a seriously likable dude. It's it's. Yeah, it's one of those things you never want to sort of... A lot of people say, don't meet your heroes, and, you know, not saying that he's a, a hero of mine per se, but um, you're always uh, worried about meeting people um, with bigger names because you, you don't know what they're going to be like. And honestly, he was straight up just the guy that you expect him to be and want him to be. He's just a genuine, awesome dude. So what's it what's it like being Will Solomon? A day in the life of Will Solomon? A day in the life of Will Solomon. Man, I'm I'm a busy guy. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly playing music. I'm constantly riding around on my motorcycle. Um, I just I'm I'm constantly doing something. I can't sit still. A day in the life of me, I suppose. Uh, well, being being in a band these days is uh, not as glamorous as it once was. <laughs> so we all we all do uh, sort of part time stuff. If I'm not playing solo shows, I'm. Uh, Selling camping gear at, a, at an outdoors store, and when I'm not doing that, I'm yeah playing shows, touring around, and uh, just enjoying myself, enjoying the outdoors. That's awesome. So, a day in the life would be uh, so you wake up. What do you have for brekkie? Well, usually a coffee. I don't eat too much during the day, to be perfectly honest with you. I, yeah, I would. I usually get up. I love my coffee. Always start the day with a coffee. Yeah. So. What, what do we do after that? <laughs> um, shower, shower, usually. Yep. How specific are we getting here? Uh, well, pretty specific. All right. Well, yeah, shower. Do we wash our hair every day or? Mate, if you if you should see my hair, you, you'd know the answer to that. It's, it definitely doesn't get washed every day. <laughs> it, we're, we're, the band's pretty well known for, uh, for our ridiculously long hairs. So, um, yeah. Let's just say we could probably share a bottle of shampoo for probably 12 months between us. So. It's not a bad thing, saving on costs? Well, that's exactly right, you know, and saving on water. It's a dry state in the driest continent, mate. So Exactly, and then after that we go to work, I'm assuming? 
we go to work, um, whether that be to the studio or whether that be, yeah, to, to a, an outdoors camping store. Yep. Do we get a lunch break or? Oh, we do. Yep. We, we get a lunch break. Sometimes I eat. Sometimes it's just another coffee. Generally another coffee. Um, yeah, I've, for a big dude, I don't actually eat that much. Um, I'm, I'm all about my dinners. All about your dinners? So you just kind of fast until dinner? Yeah, pretty well, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And then we, uh, we finish work and uh, we come back home, we, we relax and we go to bed early or do we, are we night, night owls? Yeah, a bit of a night owl. Um, I think that's why the, uh, the casual retail sort of life um, fits in with, with the rock and roll lifestyle quite well. Um, there's no super early mornings um, and it's, it's, yeah, very flexible, which is ideal. Um, yeah, I've, I live in a share house with a heap of dudes, so it's, there's not usually many sort of quiet times. Um, and if we're not out to, in the studio playing, we're, you know, back at, back at the, uh, my place partying. So, yeah, bit of a night out, you could say. Sounds like a good time. Do you have, um, so this show's called Pat's Party Playlist, obviously, so we do focus on, um, a little bit more of the party aspect of, uh, of lifestyles, choices. Uh, do you have any fantastic party stories that you can share with us? Well, actually, there's, you know, video evidence of, of probably one of the better parties we've had at our place. Um, our last single, Loose Change, uh, which is a bit of a, a bit of a rough, rough and ready rock and roll single that we released uh, probably around about 12 months ago now. Um, and the, 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 the film clip to that is quite fun. Um, it was basically consisted of us and I think there was 42 um, blokes with push bikes, mainly custom push bikes, and uh, we basically rode from house to house doing a tour de fridge style thing. Um, Spewer down Chunder, it was it was then labelled, um, and yeah, we we uh, we basically rode around. There was I think five stops, um, and and yeah, our our house uh, definitely was one of the the major stops in it. It's worth a watch. It's all on YouTube. Okay, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> Here we go. So um, these are some quick-fire questions for Will Solomon of Indiago. So, Will, would you, love, would you rather have 15 toes or only be able to speak in questions? 15 toes, for sure. All right. Would you rather fight a bear or have a cup of soup with a dictator? Cup of soup. <laughs> yep. Would you rather always have a parrot on your shoulder or when you're speaking, you're always shouting? Uh, I have to go to the parrot. Would you rather have to swiftly, swiftly walk from A to B and always be tired or have to use an office chair for legs? Oh, no. I'd have to always be tired A to B, man. I've lived like that anyway. You couldn't have an office chair for legs? No, what? Like, how are you supposed to get jeans that would ever fit? Well, um, the anatomy's a bit, uh, bit hazy when I think of that question. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's down there in that region. You might not need, you might not need jeans. Yeah, well, that's true. Maybe, yeah, maybe just one leg would do it. <laughs> you could wear, you could wear a muumu or a dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going with the first option. <laughs> what's the plans for the band for the future? What do we have coming up here? Got a got a bit of exciting stuff coming up, so I think uh, June will see us go go interstate. Um, so we'll definitely be touring around um, a lot of the country, um, 
and we'll be doing a few regional um, dates as well. They're all to be confirmed, but you can check all that out on our Facebook and on our old website and stuff as well. We keep that stuff pretty up to date. Um, can we lock in Nolsey? Can we lock in Nolsey? Is Nolsey going to be on the tour with you? Oh, uh, not yet. Not yet. But hey, I'll never say never. I'll never going never gonna, to, you know. We can start a campaign to get Nolsey to play a show. Well, hey, I, I might even be able to just give him a bell, you know. I'll, I'll flick him a message and see what he reckons. Yeah, he can just jump up on stage, I guess. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We could do uh, do a rendition of uh, of Let's Drive or something like that. <laughs> but no, I think uh, it'll be mainly mainly interstate stuff, and then uh, we might have some uh, secret international gear on the horizon. But uh, that's all a bit hush-hush at the moment, so... Um, yeah, basically we've uh, we've already got another single lined up ready to go, um, and that'll be in the mastering stage very soon. Um, and then we've got another one or two singles as well that are currently being tracked in the studio. So we're we're very very busy when we're not playing, we're recording. So we're looking forward to an EP then in the near future. I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe an EP. It might be uh, might be more like an LP once we we get the next sort of few out, and uh, we'll see where we stand, um, or whether we just keep pumping out single by single and. Uh, Keep everyone on their toes, keep everyone happy.